Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We have the pleasure of sitting down with Jadavion Clowney before a big game against the Browns. And Jadavion, let's start here. Number 24. All right. So <laughs> at first, you know, when I saw it, I won't lie, it took me a little time to warm up to it. I didn't know if a pass rusher could make 24 look good. But you've done it. You've done it, sir. You know, <laughs> you know, the man makes the number, not the number makes the man. You know? Yes, sir. Uh it's weird. It's funny. Uh end up in twenty four. I got here, I think, during training camp on the end. It was like two numbers left. They had fifty and twenty four. I was just like, Let me just go with twenty four. Uh, fifty I watched Justin Houston wear last year. Right. I'm gonna go with twenty four this year <laughs> and just see how it's something different. I was allowed to wear it, so I was like, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> now didn't ninety three come available though? Like after It did, but I still ain't like ninety three. I still think twenty four okay. was a better number than no, ninety three. So You're rocking like, it. And then I was like, hey, Kobe wore 24, man. It's a Kobe year, so for a turn for me. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to represent that number well this year. And uh, put on for 2-4. There you go. There you go. Did you even try to, you know, I know that a lot of times there's some wheeling and dealing that goes on with numbers. I talked to a couple guys. Okay, you you did try. (laughs) Yeah, I talked to them about my numbers and stuff, uh, you know. But, you know, they stuck. Some of them guys with high draft picks, and I went into paying nobody for a number this year. So I was just going to go with 24. (laughs) And I kind of ended up liking it. So Yeah, Kobe year. I like that. Nice. So so you have really fit in great here since since you arrived. And I think it's been awesome to see – I remember the day you signed, you know, you signed and then you basically walked right out to the practice field. Guys were out there during training camp practice and you were like, all right, let's head on out there right after you signed your contract. And I was kind of walking with you as you caught up with some of these guys who you knew and it it felt like a homecoming. I'm like, this is strange because it's not like you've been here before. It's not like you've been a a teammate with many of these guys before. And, but it felt like a homecoming. Why was that? Oh man, I had, I knew a a lot of the coaches from Houston uh, and then I knew Chuck. So, uh, and then I knew uh, a few more of the guys that had trained with me down there in uh, Houston. So when I got here, I was just like, man, I'm excited to be back with guys that I know and that I, I can understand that's coming from where I'm coming from, that we, you know, it's going to be easy for me to grind and get them what I got to offer. And uh, it's been it's been well since I've been here. Yeah, Just how great has this move been for you personally? Oh, it's been great, man. I'm enjoying every bit of I got a lot of family up here uh, that's been wanting me to be Ravens, uh, Baltimore Ravens, for a long time. <laughs> and uh, growing up, I was a fan of, of this team, man. I've always been a fan of the, the Ravens' way, the defense, and the way they play ball. So for me to get the opportunity to come play alongside some of the great players here, Lamar and them, and uh, all the other guys. There's so many good players I can go all day, yeah. as you know. So. Patrick Queens and Roquan them to be a part of that group is special and uh, I just want to continue to play well and just getting what I got to offer for well, the game. It's kind of funny that you mentioned that because like Harbs and other people have also kind of said like we've had our eye on Clowney for like a while like we've been kind of trying to make this happen and you say your family yeah. is this like how close a family are we talking? Like my granddad's kids growing up okay. all of them up here so this is a lot of cousins I got that live in Baltimore. Okay. That's been calling me for years about planning. Am I going to come to every time I'm a free agent asking about what's going on with the Ravens? And I'm like, I don't know about this year. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. And then it finally happened. So, was it ever close, like previously? Oh, oh sure. All the time. It's like you always got your no uh, ear to the phone waiting to hear, like, what's going to be in your agent telling you. So, yeah, it's yeah. always talk with them on teams and every year. But you never know until the last minute you're ready to put your name on that line where you're going to end up. Right. And when I came here, I kind of was like, I already know I'm probably going to end up here. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of a joyful moment for me to be back here and just be playing here. 
And uh, I want to take advantage of all my opportunity. I'm in year 10 now, you know. They say that's the time you're getting old. You start moving <laughs> slow. But I feel like I feel great. You're only 30 the, years old. Exactly. But let them tell you, you know, how the football years add up a little more. So. <laughs> football so, years like dog years? Like dog years. But, uh, <laughs> man, I feel great. And uh, I just want to continue to play. Yeah. That's interesting. So, like, when you've gone through the free agent process mm-hmm. before – and you said that like, oh, you felt like it could have been the Ravens. Was there ever a time when you're like, this was the time? This was real close? Because you've had some... I thought it would have been like, the year I got traded. Okay, interesting. Because I always... Oh, we, we look at it and we like... It's been reports. It's like, yeah. we've we've seen, oh, the Ravens are interested yeah, in clowning. Like this could happen. Yeah, so the year I got traded, I thought I was going to get traded here. I heard rumors about me being traded here. I was like, that would be cool. You know, they got a good team. They yeah. always made the playoffs. Great defense. I'm sure I can fit in that defense. The way yeah. they play is like a dog-hungry defense. and Grown man mentality. We're going to play the hit. We're going to... You know, get to that ball and just physical, physical. And that's always, I see myself part of a physical defensive front that's going to like to get out there. So. Yeah. That's cool. I, I'll th- I also thought it was interesting that you, uh, in one of your press conferences, you talked about what you've seen from John Harbaugh and how he kind of trusts and empowers his players, yeah, going cool. to them and asking, do you want to go for it? Yeah. Obviously, you've been on the other side of some games against the Ravens and, and have gone against Harbaugh coach teams. But what was it about John Harbaugh and wanting to play for him that was attractive to you? Like you said, man, it's the way he feel about his players, you can just see it from the opposite sidelines or just watching TV. And just being a part of here now, it's, it's true, you know. He sit and hang out with us. He talk, conversate, eat with us, and, you know, spend a lot of time with the players and talk a lot. We spent a lot of time talking about my family and stuff when I was uh, on the road games, and I respect that a lot. Coming from the head guy, you know, he's taking his time and get to know his players, man. Some guys, some head coach up in around don't – don't really care to get to know their player. They just want you to come and play and put the work in. But when you got a guy that care about his players and uh, care about how you feeling and what you're going through, I think you learn to respect that guy a lot more. And you, like I said, you want to come in and it's easy to go to work and you enjoy going to work for a guy that respects you a lot more. That's cool. You know, I always think back to a game, 2017 Monday Night Football, Texans versus Ravens at M&T Bank Stadium. (laughs) Dude, you were wrecking shop. You were like, they were putting you everywhere. You were like full out sprinting at Marshall Yonda and just like trying to just blow up the offensive line. You remember that one, huh? Yeah, RP to the the running back that passed away. Alex Collins? Alex Mm. Collins, he was the running back that year. Yeah. uh, I got him a few times in the back, but uh, it was a game. It was a game. Man. <laughs> I always, every time I hear me playing against the Baltimore Ray, I always say you got to bring your physical mentality, your physical edge to the game because you know they bringing it. And uh, yeah. I just always say, man, I got to show up for them games against the Ravens, man. Because <laughs> you know they showing up. So I always just try to play well. Back in the back in the end, I, I, I think I, that I, that, I game, that game. Though. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that one like stuck in the Ravens' heads too. I like some, I caught some bodies that game. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, you got a sack, two tackles for yeah. loss. You got. Oh, I remember that. I, I was like, caught a pool. I caught him Boyle Doyle's or something like that. Boyle, yeah. Nick, yeah. Boyle? Nick, Nick Boyle. Yeah, you yeah. catch Nick Boyle too. That's that's a good one. Yeah, he's 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 big coming downhill at you yeah, too. So <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was, I enjoyed them games. So you you talk about you know the connections that you had previously, and obviously Anthony Weaver coached you back mm-hmm. in Houston. How big of a factor was that coming here? And just like what is it about Coach Weave that really kind of brings out the best in you? Hey, he just trusts me. Uh, he know what I'm gonna do. He put me in situations to win. He Trust that I can be a playmaker, and uh, that's all you can ask. And when he pitches them situations, I don't want to steer him wrong. I want to go out there and give him everything I got. Mm. And, uh, you know, the way he 
delivers the game and the film study and and what he see on tape makes the game that much easier, man. And uh, he's a smart guy, so I look I like to be in his room and meets to learn from him. Yeah, how, how different is your role in the Ravens defense and in Mike McDonald's defense compared to what your role was last year? I really didn't have a role last year, but go out there and play left hand. This role here is more of a uh, move you around, play play well, you know. It's, it's a different. I, don't, yeah. I can't really. It's like that 2017 clowny. Yeah, it's a whole lot different, a whole lot more respectable role and a role that I, I really enjoy. And uh, I'm glad they picked me in them situations and leaned on me. This late in my career, like I said, 10 years in, and uh, I can get them type of roles. And I just want to continue to go out there and deliver deliver. And when I'm out there on the field and for this team because they pit me in them situations to win. So nice. let's go ahead and try to do that. Right. Yeah, it's. I mean, you've had a great start. and you got one and a half sacks so far through these three games. And sure had you, more. I know, I know. I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you said it. Well, you the team in pressures, too. Pressures count. You know, they're good. Yeah. They're not sacks, but they're, you know, they're sacks. good. Sacks. <laughs> you need sacks in this league. Uh, I know, I, I know. There was a couple on CJ Stroud that you had right there. <laughs> First game in like eight months. I don't know what happened. Just blame it on Rust. Blame it on Rust. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Each week, I de- I'm determined to get better and better and better and uh, just keep working at it. It's going to come from the practice and the work we're putting in throughout the weekend, I believe. The, the fun I'm having and enjoying the game right now, all that's going to just play together and roll over to Sundays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you look like you're having fun yeah. out there. And, and and Mike McDonald's defense, one thing that since he became the defensive coordinator here, everyone says that he basically finds ways to put players in positions to maximize their talent. I think Kyle Hamilton is probably a good example of that from last week's game. He's you know He comes downhill and he's got three sacks coming off the edge. He's used you in some creative ways. What is it about the way that he you know builds his defense and, and is utilizing you really stands out to you? Man, I think Mike pretty pretty smart, man. One of the best defense coordinators I done had for a young one in a long time. Uh, the way he moves his guys around, like you say, not disguising and teach him how to show one thing and move something else or break, make it look like here we're coming from here. It's so different. It's crazy. And I'm loving it. I was like, bro, keep bringing whatever you're doing. <laughs> whatever the plays you call it, it's, it's working. You know, he just keep dialing it up. And he ain't the guy that's going to sit back there and let you pick him apart. He got an attitude about himself. And you can tell about the way he call a game. You can just know the way he call it. He aggressive. And he – Getting out the guys. He ain't into sitting back, let nobody bring it to him. He always about getting. Let's get throw the first punch. Mm-hmm. Let's th- throw punches, and uh, I respect that. I like. I like the way he call again. Nice. I, I want to go back to 2014 first overall pick. You know, that's something that never goes away. You know, that's that's a badge of honor that you wear for your whole career. It but, was a year. It but, was a <laughs> yeah. What What's that like as a young guy? You know, we talk about you've been 10 years in the league. You're th- only 30. You were <laughs> you were a young dude. Yeah, coming man. out, man. What's yeah. that like and handling the pressure of that and all that? You know, how did that change you as a, as a man? I think that pressure was a little different back then because, like you said, I was in one pick. I go on to train a camp and we have a great camp, you know. I mm-hmm. think I'm tearing everybody up, you know. <laughs> uh, week one come, I get hurt, you know. Yeah. Misses the whole year. And that time probably was the first time in my life I probably had to face the real adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, all my life I've been growing up. I'm good at football. I'm great. No, no, no not just good, great. Mm-hmm. Just beating, you know. But at that point in time, I finally get hurt. And I'm just like, when I got off the couch, I'm like, I'm different now, you know. Mm. So my body felt different. Everything was a little different than it was before I got drafted. So it was like, 
this is when I had to become a new just Devion kind of that guy I'm pitting on. Like the guy you see now probably ain't the side you seen ten mm. years ago you drafted. That guy was gone that day I got hurt. And I became a new player as as to my grind effort changed and the way I started to look at view view the game itself. Mm. It can be taken away from you like that. And they gave me a fifty fifty chance of that micro fracture I had and I've been blessed to play ten years with it and continue to Grind out. They yeah. give you fifty fifty chance to play again. Play again. And it, just so wow. the listeners, reviewers, it was a knee injury. It was a knee injury. And right. you had and a microfracture and, right. and a microfracture surgery. Yeah. Right after you had the initial knee injury, right. which is like this comp. I don't know. I'm not it's a doctor. Complicated. <laughs> they go in there and stab holes in your bone, let it leak, let it harden up, so you don't walk for like two months. <sighs> then you start the process of walking over and start it all the way over. So wow, that was the hardest part of me my whole career. Yeah. Going through that little phase right there, but it kind of made me grow into, all right, we're going to stop playing around. I used to play a lot, you know, because football was fun. It was never serious to me until I got hurt. And it became serious. Like, hey, man, you're going you gonna to be able to play the game you love. You better take this thing seriously, man. That's when I was like, oh, I'm going to start grinding. Like, for mm-hmm. real, for real, working out, grinding to the point where I don't want to miss the game. I don't want to not play this game. So whatever it was going to take for me to play I was really willing to do. <laughs> so you thought your career could be over before, basically it was, before it even started. Before it started, I thought it was over. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, we can't spend no more money. <laughs> oh, wow. I was really, really in my feelings about that because I'd never been hurt. And the doctors, all of them came in there and kind of scared me. It was like, hey, man, we don't know how it's going to go. And a lot of guys don't come back from that injury. Like they know most of the guys don't come back. So we'll see how it go. And I felt like, you know, it changed my career, but it also made me a better person and mm. a better player today to understand and accept the grind phase and the hard work you got to really put into this game to, to play at a high level. Did it change you physically? Like, did you have to change your yes, game at all? because I was 270. Uh, I yeah. couldn't carry the weight. I couldn't carry no more weight. Every time I was, like, over 260, 265, my knee hurt. Uh-huh. So for years I was like I ain't gonna never go with 250, 255 So I keep my weight, eat right Just make sure I never gain any weight But that's the only way I can play And not feel as much pain But I feel pain mm. And then every time I can tell when I'm getting heavy I'm like oh my knee started hurting I'm gonna go see how much I weigh Drop it back down It's a certain time But over the years I've tend to compete on a little bit more A little bit more, a little bit more mm. But at first, I couldn't carry like two sixty, two sixty five. Wow! And, and you basically—it it sounds like you just became something that you just learned to manage to and manage deal with. And basically, like it's going to hurt at times. Like you just basically learned how to handle it. Yes, for the last ten years, yeah, pretty much. And so, so the fact that you've made it ten years, like they tell you, I'm you're blessed. a rookie, you're twenty years old, or yeah. twenty one years old, and they say you might not ever play again. Yeah. What does it mean to you to be playing now a decade later? Uh, like I said, man, Multiple I'm truly, Pro Bowls, truly, truly yeah. blessed. To be sitting here on this couch and playing this game, man, I, I just thank God every day, like I say, man, because he brought me here and, uh, you know, gave me them extra years and made me better and gave me the opportunity to go out here, play and uh, be sitting with you guys. But uh, it's been crazy. Like I said, it's been a journey and uh, I accept the good and the bad with it, but you want more good than bad. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I uh, noticed today that your birthday is three days after the Super Bowl this year. Two fourteen. We need to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, that would be a hell of a birthday present, you, right? Be, my birthday would be taken care of. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. That's what I come here for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what is kind of what's 
ahead for Jadavion Clowney? You know, like what do you what what do you still want to check off? That, you know, you've had a great career. What is it? Is is it that? Like I said, this year my goal was to play seventeen guys. My yeah. completing the season has always been my initial goal because I yeah. always said if I can play a whole season, I know I'd be at the top when I'm done with that season, just being out there, being healthy and just playing. So that's been one of my goals. And, of course, winning the Super Bowl, that's what I signed up, come here for. Yeah. I seen the guys when I came in. I was like, bro, I know what it looked like. This is my fourth, 15, fourth, fifth. <laughs> but I know what it looked like. And I feel like I seen it in this locker room and the group of guys, they so tight and so so knit tight together. Like, we can put it together and win it. And uh, I just want to be a part of that. You know, you talk about the teams you've been on. Your career is really interesting, too, to me, because you've, on the business side, you've done things differently than most guys. One year. You've yeah, done one all these one-year exactly. deals, yeah, but you've made a ton of money. And you, It's like it's not like you're signing, like, one-year, like, yeah. little chump change deals. Like, you're signing big-time <laughs> one-year deals, yeah, right? I, I, that's why I'm saying I've been blessed and lucky, <laughs> and lucky because I have been in a – and just going out there, put my head down, and like I said, grinding them out, man. It ain't been a year I haven't been in pain. If it's something going on, I'm like, all right, let's take care of it. Let's just get it taken because I want to play this game. You know, I don't never – I don't know how I'm going to feel without the game right now. That's probably why I still sign up and enjoy the walk in the build <laughs> and run all around on the field like the, my, the, my good days. In my days, I'm having fun. I'm loving it. Uh, you know, when you're stuck in the house, you be like, man, what am I going to do? You know, you be <laughs> bored. So I'm with my kids all day. But um, man, I, I like showing up. I like being in a team karate, being in a team locker room and enjoying Kicking in and talking to the guys and picking their brands. It's funny because we all from random places and all of a sudden we formed this team and you just figuring out, then you find out we all got some stuff in common. Right. Uh, you know, so that's what I like too. You find out from guys from all over. We end up from a different, end up meeting together, but we all had a same, just about a similar past to get here. And uh, I like that type of environment. Yeah. Do you think, um, I don't know, everyone's got a different approach on like the business side. Mm-hmm. Like, why have you, I, I got to believe there's been, you could have signed multi-year deals at times in your career. Like, I did felt like that a few times. Yeah, I had them on the table, but sometimes I felt like some guy scenes was Nick picky on that because of the injury I did sure. go through. So I felt like that was some of mm. the case, but I did have some long-term deals on the table that I didn't take sometimes. And it's just interesting that you've been able to do it that way. Like, I just there's not many guys that do it that way. It's been it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to. Continue to do it. That way. <laughs> Continue to do it. Yeah, well, we hope it's a multi-year stay here yeah, in Baltimore. Man, I've been enjoying it. I hope so too. I hope I can finish up here and continue to play well here, man. I like being here, man. I'm enjoying walking into work yeah. every day. Being at work is like it's a breeze. It go by pretty smooth. Even practice everything just go by smooth days around here. So it's not nerve wracking. I've been in places like I said. It's been like. Let me get ready to walk in this building, man. Godly. But, yeah. nah, man, I wake up early. I'm coming in here early just to sit around and kick it with the guys, eating breakfast with them and just, you know, shooting the shit, what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> and last question for me, you know, you're going to face the Browns this week. Your former team, you played there the last two years. You said yesterday there's no bad blood, there's <laughs> no extra motivation. Is this one of those times where, like, after the game, you know, we get a win, and then after the game you're like, yeah! Yeah. I got him. I got him. <laughs> so for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like I don't think there's no guy in the national football league. We all talk about that. Come from their old team that wants to lose to their old 100%. team. hundred percent. Exactly. It's like, especially when you 
just left the, the year before. You're like, I do not want to lose to my old team. So <laughs> you do want to prepare and do everything you can to go out there and beat your old team. And I've been very successful against my old teams lately. I want to continue to stay that way. <laughs> so let's just try to yeah. grind this one out and go out here and fight like uh, dogs up there in the dog pound, man. Got to go. I love it. Well, get it done, man. Thank get it you, done. Man. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, man. All right. Appreciate Thank you for having yeah. me. So big thanks to Jadavion for stopping by the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code there is FLOCK, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be over 21 and physically present in Maryland to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, I just enjoy the conversation with Jadavion. Yeah. Um, guy that's that's been through a lot in his career, highs and lows. And uh, it was, I appreciate his candor and mm-hmm. willingness to be as open as he was. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he's just in a really good place, you know, physically and mentally, you know. It's just like, it, it's just been a really good fit here, you know. And I think you don't know when you sign a guy, a veteran like that who's bounced around a little bit and had all these stops, you're like, you know, why is that and mm-hmm. whatnot and how's it going to work? And it's just worked out beautifully. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's he's playing well. He's fitting into the locker room really well. He seems to really get along with his teammates a, a lot and the coaches. And, um, you know, it almost feels like it's, uh, you know, who knows how much longer he's going to play, but it's like this revived kind of new stage of his career, this new chapter kind of. I mean, look, we've seen this with other players throughout yeah the Ravens history, John Harbaugh's time here. Like it seems like the culture here is really strong and that veteran players can come here from other teams and feel like they're welcomed and feel like the, the organization, the team, the players embrace them. Yep. Odell has talked about that. Jadavian talked about that. Steve Smith, Smith, Marcus Peters. There's a bunch of guys. If you go back and you look at where that just feels like it's worked beautifully. And I think Clowney's a good example of that. I think he's playing well and man, like, especially when you look at where the Ravens are injury-wise right now, that like Ajabo and Owe are hurt right now. Yeah. Tyus Bowser's still not on the field. He's Man, it's good, it's, it's good to have Clowney on the team right now. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. You know, he's like, the goal is to play 17 games and stay healthy, and that's been kind of a bugaboo for him. Well, goodness gracious, he's, you know, the, not the only man standing, but not far from it right yeah. now. And like, they're leaning on him to stay healthy and, and keep playing. And it's... uh. Yeah, knock on wood, he has. Yeah, I think, and it's, you know, one and a half sacks through these three games, and like he said, could have had at least two more. You know, I think that, like, he's just playing at a really high level. He's getting after the quarterback. He's disruptive. He leads the team in pressure. Like, he looks to me, like... Pressure rate. He looks like... Win rate. You know... The, the reason he was the number one overall pick is he's a game wrecker. Yep. Like, everyone remembers the play back when he was in South Carolina where he, you know, took the head off the Michigan player. Yeah. Like, every, we, everyone's seen that highlight a million times. Yeah. And, like, he can he can be a game wrecker. And I think that we're seeing elements of that this year. And I, well, I just I, – I also thought it was interesting him talk about how he's used. Yeah, for sure, that it's, it's a lot different than Cleveland. I think, you know – they had Miles Garrett there last year, and, and a lot of stuff is kind of set up for Miles Garrett for him to succeed. And I think that Jadavion here, it's set up more for him to succeed, mm-hmm. you know, and, and other guys, of course. But like, I think he's just not locked into as much of a box, and he, he's got a more versatile role. And I think he's really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, though. You know, I remember when he first went out to the practice field the first time, I was like, 
oh, he is like thinner than I yeah thought than yeah. I expected. Like you see, like you're talking about, you see that South Carolina clip of him decapitating the guy. Yeah, and you're like, that was a big, big man, you know, and like he's still tall, but he's like lankier than yeah. I thought. Kind of looks like a basketball player a little bit. He does. And, he, you know, he called Kyle Hamilton the avatar <laughs> this week. I mean, Jadavion Clowney could very much have the same name. Yeah. You know, he's in the, the same fa- avatar family. How, how many avatar movies are there? Let's get James Cameron on the horn. There's going to be another <laughs> another sequel with Clowney and Kyle Hamilton. Seriously, he could be right in there. So, yeah. so it is interesting how he's kind of reinvented himself a little bit as a player, too. You know, physically, he's just a later dude. And he's he's got to be different than he was back in those Gamecock days. You know? Yeah, I thought that was, that was interesting. Interesting. I yeah. thought that was a really interesting point from him. And, you know, I think that it, in, in talking to him, it, it certainly feels like he he feels like, you know, the career probably hasn't gone to the level of that he expected it to go mm-hmm. in terms of production. But he's playing. He's played for 10 years. He's done all these one-year deals. He's made We've a ton of money. Really league. big years. And he's, and know, he's had good... Yeah. He's been up and down, you He's know? been up and down, and injuries have been a challenge. But there's no doubt that he is... Uh, He's dynamic. Yeah. And he can, like I said, he and can get, think, be a like, game When record. he puts it all together, he's had really successful years, and I think that he feels like he can do that here. His role, his health, you know, again, knock on wood, you know, that, like, the coaching staff, all all those factors that, like, it, he can put it all together this year. I mean, early indications are that's the case. <laughs> yep. And, totally. uh... <laughs> and I think he would love to put it together on Sunday against the Browns. Uh, absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> let, let's talk about that game. I mean, this this is a big game. Yeah, two, huge. Yeah. Two two on one teams. Uh, the Ravens obviously coming off a, a frustrating loss to the Colts. The Browns are are looking really good coming off a, a big win against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, their defense is ranked number one really in every metric defensive uh-huh. metric right now in in points allowed in total yards allowed it's not even close i mean yeah. they're like 90 yards per game ahead of the next closest team in yards per game allowed red zone defense pass defense they're number two in rush defense it's it's impressive um now i don't think the the ravens are going to kowtow to that you know they're not going to just sit there and be like oh you know <laughs> you got the best roquan smith made that very clear and so I think there is an element to this game of like the Ravens are going into this thinking, all right, we're going to see who has the better defense. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're, we're facing their offense, so they're not studying the, the Browns' defensive tape. They're studying Deshaun Watson and right. their offense. But you're talking you, about the Ravens' defense wants the to, Ravens' defense has something to prove against the Browns' defense. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I definitely sense that chip on their shoulder to say, all right, who's who's everybody's talking about how great they are and the number one defense. Who's the better defense? Let's yeah. see. Well, I mean, Roquan made this point. It's it's through three weeks of the season, which is like an obvious point. Yep. And the funny thing is, like, if the Ravens were the number one defense through right now, they'd also be saying it's only three weeks of the season. 100%. And so it's that's that's just the reality of it. Right. And, and you know, you give the Browns props. Like they've done it the first three games. Like it's been good, you know. But like it's a long way to go, and a lot of proving to do over the course of the season. I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, Miles Garrett is is one of the best players in the league. Yeah, he has been. For he he has been. He's got now. a massive contract. He's one of the most dynamic players. Another number one overall pick. Yep. You know, so he's he's a great player. So the, he is going to be a he's going to be a challenge. And talk about moving him around. Like they move him all around the defense too. Yep. So the Ravens' offensive line is going to have its work cut out for them in terms of 
figuring out where they end up putting Miles Garrett on that defensive line. I'm sure you've seen the clip of him jogging from one end of the of the line to the other, and the tight ends, the Tennessee tight ends, following him, and then they got to delay a game, right? <laughs> because of it. I've also seen the clip of the crossover him, and him doing his working on his basketball moves right over the center, and then you know blowing through into the back backfield. So. I asked John Simpson about that. He kind of laughed. He said he saw that. He I said, so what do you do about that? And he said. Don't let him cross you over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hit him. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the difference. The thing, the thing in basketball, you can't hit him, you know? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in football, you have that op- that option. So you can try that. But yeah. no, he's going to, he's going to be a challenge. Like I, I think, I do think it, it, like maybe there's a little bit too much being made about like the defensive ranking at this point. You know, it's, it's week three. Mm-hmm. We've been through three games. Right. So I, I'm with the Ravens on that and that like, let's see where this thing plays plays out but with that said like I think that their defense is great and it's also crazy like it's crazy how much things change week to week in the NFL like a week ago the Ravens were 2-0 and they're coming off the big win in Cincinnati Um, the Browns had just lost to the Steelers they just lost Nick Chubb and it's like you know everyone in Cleveland is saying like man this team is going to be in for a long year And, and then and now all of a sudden both teams are two and one and it's like all right this is a massive game it's maybe one of the best games of in the NFL this well, weekend. And yeah, with the Bengals at one and two and Burrow still dealing with the calf, it's kinda like, all right, is Ravens Browns? Is is this gonna decide the division? Are these the two division leaders? Right. You know, and so this is gonna be an early indication of kind of the pecking order a little bit in the AFC North. And we'll still have a long ways to go, but it's a big game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Especially um, when you consider what's on the horizon, which is 100%. at Steelers next week, and then you got to play the Titans in London. It's, it's it's tough sledding here, so it's massive. Yep. Uh, you know, and I think the Ravens' offense, too, obviously has a lot to prove. They're coming off of, you know, you have kind of a, a frustrating, rusty game in week one. You have a great game in week two against the Bengals, then you come back, and it's another slog uh, against Indy. So they also have something to prove against this top Browns defense um, and, and just kind of getting on the same page. And you're, you're now hopefully getting some pieces back. Yeah. You know, so on the offensive line, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Lindbaum returned to practice on Wednesday, both limited. So we'll see. We're not sure yet, but hopefully they progress through the week and, and get those guys back. That would be a big deal. But, you know, the Ravens offense has a lot to prove as they kind of continue to grow and work out the kinks in year one under Todd Munkin. Yeah, Mark Andrews said this week, like, there's still kind of a feeling out of what this offense is going to be. Like, the identity is still being formed a little bit. And I think that we're seeing that happen. Now, you know, look, if... if, If the Ravens find a way to win that game, if they get 10 more yards, if that pass interference gets called, if the 61-yarder from Justin Tucker falls, like mm-hmm. I don't think we're having identity crisis issues You know, talking about the offense this week. Right. I think it's a much different conversation. Right. I think the conversation is like, you know, the Ravens are one of the best teams in the league, and now they're going to go up against the Browns. I think that that's yeah, that that's the conversation. That's the picture, yes. Um, so, but... But those, those issues that you've seen still would exist either way. Yeah. And so... You know, I think that I think they're st- they're still kind of figuring it out. They've had some major injuries on offense too. You, yep. Ronnie Linderbaum, back. OBJ, it isn't played. They were down to their fourth and fifth <laughs> running back last week. Yep. So like all that stuff has had a pretty significant impact, and I think that I, I, I still am really high on this offense and the direction that it's going at Todd Monk, and I think that there's been there's it's it, I like this offense. I feel yeah. really good about it. And yeah. 
I mean, it, as I always say, look, injuries aren't an excuse, but they're certainly an explanation for some of the troubles that the Ravens have been having. There's, right. just, you know, when you have two backup offensive linemen and you're, like you said, fourth and fifth running backs, it's just not the same. It's just not. That's that's a fact, uh-huh. right? And Bateman was struggling with an injury late in that game where you're already without Odell Beckham Jr. Like, you know, it, nobody's making excuses, but like those things matter, right? And so... Gus Edwards, you know, he practiced on Wednesday too. I think that would make as a, a big full participant. That's a full participant, right? So and John Harbaugh, you know, the question is kind of like, is he still in the concussion protocols? Because right. it's always weird. It's like, is the guy in? Is he out? And John Harbaugh was like, well, basically, if he was in concussion protocol, he wouldn't be out there, right? So that's a positive sign about his status. Yeah, for sure. So th- I think that would be a big deal. Justice Hill hasn't returned yet with his foot, but I think getting Gus back out there would be a really big deal. Um, and so I think that this this game in Cleveland, I mean, it's going to be a slugfest. There's no doubt about it. I think with these two defenses, is it a race to 17? Is it a race? scoring. I mean, it, it certainly could be. Yeah, I think it could be. But I also, like I just said, I, I like this offense. And so maybe this is the week where it's like the offense starts to put it together yep. a little bit more and then, then we're all saying what we were two weeks ago, which is like, man, this this team is great. This you know tough road win. Right. Who, who expected the Dallas Cowboys to get beat by the Arizona Cardinals oh. and the Cardinals be running up and down the field against right. that defense? Right. Nobody. So it's early. Yes, it's, it's very early. week to week. And I and I I like this offense's ability. So, um, yeah, and, and like when you think about games that they played at Cleveland in recent years, two years ago Lamar got hurt there. Yep. Last year he didn't play there. Yep. The year before that was the uh, iconic game. <laughs> go inside, you know, <laughs> get fluids, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Whatever, Whatever you want to believe. I knew you were going to get there. Whatever you want to believe. I knew you were going to get there. <laughs> um, and then come back and hit that big play. Like, that was the last time there. So that was a pretty good memory. Yep. Um, so I'm certainly glad to have Lamar Jackson healthy for this one. Yeah, there's been some great games there. So really looking forward to this one. Cliff is out. Yeah, he got the, the boot. He got he, the boot. He got the boot, but I'm sensing. I think what what happened with Cliff, you know, basically we were feeling it. It's like the play works. You know, this play works. Let's just go back to it. Go back to the well. Totally. And, we, and, you know. You went one too many times. One too many times. Exactly. So let's go to Cleveland, Garrett, and get the boot. No win. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog pound. Here we go. Let's get it. 